Hello and welcome to the Katarn Collection, uh, the podcast where we're reviewing a bunch of LucasArts era Star Wars games. I'm your host, Kendall. And I'm your other host, Nick. Alright, so Nick, uh, before we dive into the games, have you had any video game or Star Wars developments happen in your life in the last month? Not terribly. <laughs> I saw some trailer for some movie that's supposed to come out later this year, but that's about it. Okay. What did you What did you think of the uh, of the trailer? It was okay. It was okay. It was it, a teaser. Yeah, I mean, they didn't really show anything to get excited or mad about. More Star Wars, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I continued reading Bounty Hunter Wars trilogy. I can't remember if I've been doing this for two months or three months now, uh, but it's still good. And I started reading um, Tales of the Bounty Hunters again uh, the other day. Always a classic. And uh, the tale of IG-88 is still, like, they should have picked up on that plot thread at some point. I, I, I wish they'd redone it at least once. Like, like the, for those who haven't read it, um, basically IG-88 has infiltrated the planet where they make all the droids. And all of the droids in the entire galaxy have this, like underlying programming that if if it gets triggered then they're all then they're all going to turn on everybody and be you know kitten you know kill all the organics and i really feel like that could have set up a cool like uh almost battlestar galactica-esque uh storyline see i'd completely forgotten about that because IG-88 also becomes the second Death Star. Yeah. That's what I, I remember yeah. from that. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. IG-88 becomes the second Death Star because uh, he's with the, that's part of the plan. And wakes up just in time to explode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it was a, yeah, it's a cool, it's a cool little thing. That's just like, and it's like a plot thread that they didn't, um, they could have revisited it at any time. You know, Tales of the Bounty Hunters was an important enough book that, Everybody remembered it for the durations of and, Legends existing. And yet, I don't think they've ever really contradicted it. So it's kind of one of those nuggets back there that really, that only yeah. the true Star Wars. Yeah, except now. for, except for, well, I mean, you kind of have to jump through hoops to make Boba Fett's story work, but. Yeah. But I mean, the, the Boba Fett IG 88 thing's a little more timeless. Like, they just hate each other. Right. It didn't have right. to happen at a specific time, necessarily. Right, right. I, I, I meant the origin of Boba Fett, because there's sort of an origin in that. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, he was because he was uh, his name wasn't Boba Fett. His name was uh, Jaster Jaster Muriel, and he was on this planet where he was a thing. I haven't read that part, so it's been a long time for me too. Yeah, that's fine. I forgot uh, that they'd met before. uh, Yeah, before that. Also, Dengar. Um, there was a retcon that his bandages are actually like, like it's not bandages. What is it? I I don't remember. It's like is a it turban. A... Yeah, I mean, I could see that. So it's now a cultural thing instead. Yeah, or so. I mean, they don't the fact that he's been horribly wounded. Right. They. I mean, they don't overtly say it, but a young Dengar does show up in, I believe, Clone Wars, and he's still got the he's still got the bandages. Well, so. I mean, yeah, if he's if he's got the turban before or something like that, and then mm. he adapts that over his wounds that right. Han inflicts upon him. And the yeah. Imperial surgeons cut into his brain and make him badass. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. I think that's enough of <laughs> random Star Wars okay, knowledge um, outside of our games. Yeah. Yeah. I also played some video games. Oh, uh, yeah. There was some of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so the first game let's talk about, you got Demolitions pulled up, yep. right? Yeah. I got Star Wars Demolitions pulled up, which came out on PlayStation 1 in 2000. Which was the same year as games like Final Fantasy IX, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2, Banjo-Tooie, and the ever-popular Diablo 2. Okay. That's that's interesting. Uh, Lots of games that I didn't play. I don't think I played any of those. It's, yeah, it's also one year before Star Wars Bounty Hunter. Yeah. Yeah. This was a late PS1 game. Yeah, and it actually looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it hold it, it holds up. It holds it, yeah, yeah, it looks pretty good for sort of for what it is cuz there were a lot of other games like this at the time. You know, I think the most famous one was of course Dead in the Water. I I'm not familiar. That was that ter- that's a terrible PS1 game that I made you play that one time. Oh, oh, that game. No, that was that was 
horrible. <laughs> let's never let's never mention that game again. Um, um, no, this this Demolitions is by the same company and is pretty much a clone of Vigilante Eight, which is another PlayStation One game that sort of came after the. Oh shoot! What was that other game? Um, the one with the flaming clown skull. Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal. There we go. Yeah. Twisted Metal. So it was kind of a Twisted Metal clone with a bit more story to it. Um, but I, I like the Vigilante 8 games. Um, I thought Demolitions adapted the Star Wars vehicles fairly well. Although it was a little weird, the size differential between yeah. Boba Fett and a Rancor. Yeah. Now, did, Boba uh, Fett was hard to see. <laughs> did Vigilante 8 have that much of a, a difference in of a of a diversity in vehicles or was it just wasn't it just mostly cars it was mostly cars but you'd have one with like a dune buggy with a gatling gun on the back there mm. was one that was a school bus that its special weapon was a swarm of mm. bees or something like that or maybe it was a, a truck with a swarm of bees so they all had their own special weapons and everything like that i mean they all had four wheels for the most part they weren't as varied uh, right right yeah, because that was, I mean, that was when I was younger, that was what, a, I mean, aside from the fact that this is Star Wars and Star Wars games are always better, but... Of course. Um, but when I was younger, that was sort of what appealed to me, why I liked this one over Vigilante 8, because I liked that you could be the the various, very distinct vehicles. Cause, and also, the other thing about this game is it is one of the first games to incorporate aspects of the prequel trilogy and the original trilogy because you have you have the battle droids you've got uh you've got the the tank and you've got the rancor and you've got the snow speeder and you've got the right and it's and it's, it's it's set in a specific time which is when han is captured by java Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, yeah, there's like a Jawa with a stab and a Wookiee piloting a, the battle tank, which is awesome and was always my favorite. Um, Tamtail Screech is Lando and his yeah. skiff. Yeah, but it's got a very, yeah, very good um, cross-section of Star Wars vehicles, especially for, like, you know, it came out before Episode 2, so it's original trilogy and Episode 1 vehicles. It's got a really good uh, cross-section of that. Yeah, which I th- I think that would be the perfect time for that game because I can't really think of too many vehicles in episode two or three that I really would have wanted to see. Yeah, I mean, there's there, the like the, the walking clone tanks are just a little too big and slow. The uh, rolling the rolling things from the Separatists. I, I, I never thought those were that cool. Um and. Yeah, I mean, I guess most of the most of what came out of those were like the Jedi Starfighter and the yeah, it was all the space stuff and the, that was yeah. new. And then it would have been yeah, just like a a precursor of the ATST or something. There probably like would have yeah yeah, there might have been a, a like a like a precursor to the ATST um or um uh something Wookiee something one of the Wookiee vehicles. Yeah, the, actually, the only thing I might have wanted to see was they had, I think the original sort of ATST was designed was just one guy. On the back of a, a gun with legs. Yeah, um, and I think that was that was was, was like an ATPT. AT, yeah, AT might be ATPT. I was thinking ATTP. It's like but, personal transport or something. Yeah, like that, that. yeah, it might be ATPT. Um, but yeah, I I think that was in the original. That was I think the first time I saw that was Star Wars Battlegrounds. No, Star Wars Battlefront Two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those were playable, and I remember those being a favorite. Yeah, but. Yeah, I mean, demolitions looked good. The cutscenes looked amazing. I was really surprised that it was they had cutscenes of that quality on a yeah. PS One game. Yeah, I mean, I think that we kind of forget that in that PS One and even into the PS Two era, the cutscenes look way better than the gameplay. Oh yeah, thank you pre-rendered video. Yeah, like you can have great animations as long as nothing changes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. <laughs> That's definitely a thing I've noticed revisiting, especially PS One games. Like, there's a big, there's yeah. a big difference. Now, you you mentioned the cutscenes. Now, the interesting thing about this is, just like uh, Masters of Terrace Kazi, this is a it's the premise is a little bit flimsy. The premise is that pod racing was outlawed by the Empire, so Jawa, so Jabba decided that this demolition derby thing was a better 
thing. I love the reasoning of why it was outlawed. It wasn't to cut down on crime or anything like that. It was, t- pod racing was too dangerous. Too dangerous, right. So instead, of course, they do something way more Where you're literally <laughs> trying to murder each yes. other. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes um, with pod racers. <laughs> yeah, which is a which is a goofy. It's a goofy premise, um, and uh, and and every, but but they do. But unlike Masters of Terrorskazi, you have a couple of cutscenes for each character, like a basically like a victory or a loss cutscene. Yeah, there, yeah. There's an entry cutscene. I think there's mm-hmm. and there's a loss cutscene and a victory cutscene. And it, I I didn't replay all of the characters, but mm-hmm. I replayed a couple of my favorites. Um, I did lose as the battle tank because I was trying to get too fancy um, and got to see uh, basically the Wookiee get stabbed in the back by EV-9 for some reason. Uh, yeah. um, I did win as Admiral Ozzling. He got his crazy apartment on Bespin that he kept, <laughs> that, he, that he really wanted. I don't know. I guess he's a gambler or something. I didn't win with any of the characters. No? Um, no. I, I, uh, I lost with the Snowspeeder. Uh, with them. And uh, and they become slaves. That was funny. Uh, I was... Like slave Leia costumes. Yeah. Um, I-, I wanted to mention that because they keep feeding Jabba the same fish. And I think he burps it up four times <laughs> in that cutscene. And they just keep feeding it to him over and over again. That was just... Oh, um, it's terrible. Yeah. And, uh, I think, and I think they kill Orisang if you lose his Orisang. So that's another thing that makes that gives this game a special place in my heart is it's the first time I realized I knew who Orisang was. Yeah, Orisang was awesome. And yeah, if you lose as, lose as Wade uh, Vox, Orisang kills you. Mm. <laughs> so that's fun. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so so those extra little those extra little touches really do make a big difference. Now, if you don't know what you're doing and you play multiplayer, this is this is one of those games that that it lasts freaking forever. It's My, like Star Fox. There's no timer. Right. You're just gonna keep going till one of you dies. And there's not a lot of environmental hazards in the level, so you yeah. can run away a long time. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The uh, the uh, also, also, um, there's, there's a limited number of power-ups. The, the thing, the, probably the biggest weakness is, like, the regular gun is not that good. No, if you don't charge your weapons up to full, you're basically wasting your time and, in that game. And then, and then the, uh, and then the power-up weapons, you've got concussion missiles, which are really good. I didn't like you've them got, much, but they're, those they're, are the, they are good. Those at, are the seeker yeah. missiles. They're, they're not very strong. Uh, but yeah. if you if you, if it's hard for you to find someone and hunt them down, they're right. amazing. It's the controls are hard. Make that very common. Yeah, precise aiming um, is not this game's strength. Um, then you've got the pro- proton torpedoes, which are just big missiles that shoot. Yeah, except the fully um, charged one is more like a proton beam that you just fire out. Like it's sort of. Okay, clearly you're doing something that I wasn't doing. Okay, yeah, you you hold down the trigger and it charges up. Oh no, I never did that. Oh, see, yeah, they become exponentially more effective if you do oh, that. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I'd be better at this game if I did that. Yeah. Yeah, and the the we- ever for each charge level you fire, uh the the attack changes. So, the proton torpedoes fire one torpedo or two torpedoes or three torpedoes mm-hmm. or just a death beam of of destruction, mm-hmm. which I think does the most damage in the game. So, you never got to really see the special vehicle weapons then. Uh, I I think the computer uses them on me. Okay, so yeah, when you flew the snowspeeder, if you fly, if you fire the snowspeeder at level one, two, or three, you just use the main guns. Mm-hmm. If you fire the snowspeeder at four, you fire the rear the, the rear tow cable, and you just tow people around. And the further you go, it seems the more damage you did. Okay. So yeah, everybody had their own custom weapon, and uh, in addition, that, they're all the basic ones. That makes it seem less overly simple. Yeah. <laughs> How did you kill anyone with the basic weapons? I did. I didn't with the basic weapons. Ah. I had to use the power ups. I killed everyone with concussion missiles. That would take a very long time. Yeah, that's why I was complaining <laughs> okay. about the game. Okay, I understand now. Um, and this is why you should read the manuals. I, I don't know that I had the, ma- the. Did I have the manual? Yes, you you played the same copy that I did, which had the manual. Okay, well. But yeah, it's it's fine. Uh, yeah, back in the era, back in the day, you just had to read the manuals because there were no instructions in the game. I don't know. I didn't put enough time into this. I didn't. I I pretty much. The, 
I don't think that that difference made enough would have made enough difference to for, no. for it to change my score. And there were other mechanics that I liked, like um, there are like energy chargers and things like that. And in order to unlock new characters, you have to win the the short four level campaign yeah. with up to, with ten thousand credits. And I didn't notice this previously. Every other time I played it, but I noticed this this time when you use the energy chargers, it actually costs you credits. Mm-hmm. So either your goal is to do as much damage as possible and use those as little as possible. So it was very important to constantly just be running over the droids for ch- charge-up power, which you probably wouldn't have noticed because you weren't charging your weapons. Right. Well, I noticed... Uh, no, I didn't notice that. Okay. <coughs> well, anyway, the only other thing I wanted to mention was that the the graphics up close were great. So the, your, your own vehicle looked pretty good and there were different damage models for how damaged you were. But the environment was generally somewhat terrible because as soon as you got any distance from your vehicle, it was very mm. hard to see. That's interesting. I wonder if that had to do with the... Because I didn't notice that. And I was playing it on the CRT TV. I wonder if that was more noticeable on the on an, on an HD. It could be. I mean, that could be something that just didn't come through as well. I mean, it was just the level of detail. Like, as you right. get close, it would pop in. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't notice, because I noticed that with a lot of games uh, from that era, but I spe- I didn't specifically notice yeah, maybe that. Maybe it was it's way more natural on the CRT. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Or maybe you just can't see the details, because it... Yeah, yeah, it's more natural, because you can't see the details. Yeah, it's, everything's blurry anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. All right so uh, are we, we ready, ready to rate it? it? Yep, okay. All right. So, uh, I guess I'll go first. Gameplay isn't fun. I like this game. I like this game a lot. I think I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. Uh, I wish there was a little bit more to the campaign mode or mm-hmm. something. Although there was, I think, the one thing I would have liked to have played, I couldn't because we never got together to play multiplayer. And that's the high stakes mode mm-hmm. where you get to place wagers against each other. Oh, I played that against games. the computer. See, I didn't actually play that against the computer, but I, sh- I guess I should have. I remember that being my favorite, and the first one to 10,000 credits wins mm. everything. But, I mean, generally one person is just better at the game, so it doesn't yeah. it doesn't really matter who you play against or whatever. But Okay, so I gave it 9 for my first score. How about you for uh, gameplay? Um, like a 7. 7? Not as that's... big a fan. Yeah, that's, that's a... Actually, I'm going to say 6. Oh, 6. Yeah. Alright. It's way harder to... Way harder to redo these scores on an iPad. (laughs) All right. Uh, Mechanics, controls. This, I think, is where the game probably struggled the most. Because the... uh, Were you using the analog for controls, or were you using the D-pad? I was using analog. How'd you like the analog? Was it sensitive enough Uh, for you? It was... I mean, it was... felt like I was... I mean, I felt like I was bad at the game. Okay, yeah, I... I was using the D-pad and was having some difficulties keeping the right direction. Um, also, the acceleration buttons felt like it was really, really on or not at all. So I had to keep tapping it instead of, yeah. I don't know, lightly yeah. pressing. I guess maybe... It, it, depended on the, it depended on the character, um, but this definitely was one where the where the difference in in speed and maneuverability and sensitivity and all that stuff was a little bit... There was too much variance between the characters. Right. So I gave it a 7, because I liked the, the actual mechanics of the game, although the controls were pretty terrible. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, I'd probably say a 6 for that as well, because I also because I, I feel the same way, except for that I thought that the power-ups were kind of uh, lackluster. Well, if you'd gotten to see the really cool parts of... Like, the thermal detonator just created a giant thermal detonator as big as a car that would chase people mm. around. I don't know. I <laughs> still... I still don't... I don't know. Okay. It, it just seemed... There were there were just, like, not very many of them, and with a game as shallow as it is... I know that it's it had limitations because of it being a PS1 game, but, like, with a, with with the... How shallow the gameplay already was, um, there were just... There were some some limits and i mean no, maybe I, I understand it might even have been fine there were a lot of levels but it's like the game all the, there they wasn't a lot of difference in the levels yeah. so you could have had fewer levels and maybe more different power-ups yeah really the most important thing was there was one spot for the the weapon charger one spot for the shield charger and maybe there'd be one one cool thing about the level like the sarlacc pit 
right, right. in the middle of a moisture farm. I don't I don't know, but <laughs> okay. I mean, six is six feels right to me. Yeah. I mean, that's valid. Uh, story well written. Oh man, I don't know. I mean, I like the cutscenes. There wasn't a lot to it. So I'm gonna give it an eight for the story. It's out of ten, right? Yeah, okay. out of ten. Yeah, I'm gonna give it an eight for the story because yeah, it was it was simple, but and but it was the right amount of goofy and technically worked for what they were trying to do. Yeah, and I mean that's that's fine. I'll give it an eight as well. That seems reasonable. Uh, next up is music, and I think we need to expand music to sound in general. Okay. Because I I feel like that's gonna be a lot more relevant. Uh huh. Um. I thought the sound was pretty good. Um, I'd probably give it a four. Nothing, so I'm gonna give awesome. I'm gonna give it a five because uh, this game, literally before I started playing it, I was like, oh my god, it's another Star Wars game with another opening crawl, blah blah blah. If only they would just like you know maybe like do arrangements of songs that kind of sound like they could be Star Wars songs, but not literally. Duh, 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 you know, and then I get to play, and it's like. The music was mostly like um, stuff that stuff that you would hear Max Rebo or or the. That's true. It was mostly like cantina music. Yeah, it wasn't, then... and it wasn't just do 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 do. Oh God! If they played the cantinas, <laughs> I mean, I drove people insane playing that on my saxophone for years and years and years. But if they if that had been all you had to listen to, yeah. I don't think I would have played this game. Wait, for very wait till long. we get to wait till we get to the Star Wars NES game. I I, I I got that from the other day and I played it a little bit. There's a level with a really cool cantina band arrangement, but I don't okay. know if I'd want to listen to it over and over while I die. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. So, all right, Kendall rating it higher than me. Uh, lore, does it mesh with Star Wars? You know, is there anything that really stood out as not fitting? Well, I mean, they go to Dagobah. I mean, aside from the levels. I mean, it's, in a Star Wars game, it's generally more important to have cool and iconic levels than it is for those levels to make sense, necessarily. <laughs> uh, well, it suffered in Masters of Terrace Yes, well, Masters of Terrace Kazi was a 2D plane with a fog background. <laughs> no, that's what, I mean, that was, because that was I mean, what, what lost, I, lost points because I they suppose. went to, because they went to a planet that they wouldn't have been to. Um, I, I, I mean, that's there's no way entirely that, untrue. There's no way that Jabba, if, we're, if, if lore is going to be a category, there is no <laughs> way that Jabba has a presence on Dagobah. Uh, okay, I mean, yeah, it should lose points for that. I mean, otherwise it's otherwise it's fine, and it actually did something that uh, actually having because because those it's not like it's not like it there was there was no explanation for why there's a why there's a a, a stat battle droid in Jabba's palace. Well, in, yeah, it, it kind of is because there's a um, the character that you're playing is not the stat battle right. droid. Right, the character is, that you're playing is the Jawa right. who has salvaged it. Right, and that's is what running I'm, it by. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like there is there is an explanation of that, and it also. Um, I, I do like when Star Wars stuff connects the connects the trilogies and 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 pulls you know pulls pulls things uh, pulls things from that. Um, yeah, and so, I liked the Rebel Sisters trying to they were there because they're in Han's Han's fan club and they're there mm, to rescue him. Yeah. And I thought that was all a nice touch. Yeah, so um, so it gains points for that. So I'm gonna give it a three in lore. Really, a three? Yeah. Okay. See, I was gonna give it. A lot higher than that. I mean... It's out of five, right? Uh, yeah, it is out of five. Okay, yeah, you're right. I can't give it ten points. So I'm going to give it... Oh, man, do I... I deduct a full point for Dagobah. You deducted a full point for uh, Cloud City, Masters of Terrace Did I? Yeah. Because you gave it... You I talked you up to a one, and then you were like... And then you were like, oh, nope, I, no, no, because the thing, it's a zero now. Just holding you to your own standards. I'll give it a four. I'll take the point away. Okay. Because I just, I just feel like, I feel yeah. like, I basically the reason I gave it a three, it lost one point for that, for that, like, I mean, it's not completely, yeah, like it's not completely unforgivable. I do agree with what you said, I mean, but it did, yeah, it did you, lose you got to take that. points away and somewhere, then, and I have, I do have my discretionary later. And on. then the other, and then the other point that it lost was, uh, was basically. Because it didn't, I didn't feel like it added. It added Aura Sing. I Aura Sing. Was I know. Around. What Wade Vox wasn't enough for you? 
Exactly. Were the Tonica sisters, or not the Tonica sisters? Uh, the, whatever the Rebel sisters. The Tonica sisters are completely different. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't <laughs> feel like those characters really. No, because they uh, were. I mean, because the thing is, they were an excuse characters. to. I mean, they they did like it, they didn't like. It wasn't completely un, un not understandable, but I mean, it was intentionally and it was intentionally goofy. But like, yeah. it's not like. Or the dog that might as well have been named Sebulba. <laughs> right. Yeah. Ex- exactly. Like they. Like they were like we want, we want these. They clearly made the game, and then they wrote the story. Yeah. Which is which is fine, but at the same time, it's like it doesn't. It isn't going to add. But Malakili gets an appearance. <laughs> okay. I mean that's fine. Uh, originality. Um. And uniqueness. Yeah. Uh. This is probably. I don't know, this, they, I feel like they did parts of Star Wars well, but I mean, I gotta take at least a point away, just because it's a Vigilante 8 clone. Yeah. Um, but I liked it, so I'm gonna rate it a little higher than I normally would, mm. though it's a clone that was added nothing, or changed nothing. Yeah. Um, and it did add, I believe, the wager system mm-hmm. over Vigilante 8, so I guess I'll give it a three. Three sounds about right. Alright. And then the last one is our overall discretionary feel. So, uh, I'm going to give it a five, because I really like this game. Back uh, back in the day when this game came out, this was one of my favorite games that I owned. I'm giving it a... I'm giving it a two. Really? I was... I didn't... I didn't really feel like it held up across the board. Like... Like it had it had the things going for it, and I think we did we did come across as pretty positive to it. But at the end of the day, it's a it's a pretty shallow game. The controls are are pretty clunky. I felt like it was a chore playing for the afternoon that I was playing it. Okay. Like it just didn't. Uh, yeah, I could see it that. Just didn't didn't do it didn't do it for me the way that uh, so uh, other games. Yeah. Um. So now that we talked about that game, let's talk about what's probably the greatest Star Wars game. Oh, hang game on, we got to get our totals first. Oh, okay. All right. So, uh let's see. Say something interesting while I do okay. that. Okay. Well, <laughs> the next the next uh the next game that we're going to review, uh while Nick completes his tallying the math, is probably the one of the most original uh unique best critically acclaimed games ever written for for any platform, of course, I am talking about Star Wars Angry Birds. Okay, did you get the did you get the numbers yet? All right, yeah. So I gave it a forty out of fifty, and you gave it a thirty-three. Okay, which I mean sounds about right. Is that lower than at least some of the stuff that I've given it before? Because okay. I always feel like I give the games I like lower scores than the games I don't like. All right, so you gave this. Only six points higher than Master of Tereskazi. I gave it higher. Okay, I guess. I guess that's fine because Masters of Tereskazi, the system's rigged against it. And what was your favorite again? Was it uh, Force Unleashed? What Force Unleashed? I didn't score. Oh, oh that's right. <laughs> I think I'm sure the highest score scoring one I did was Bounty Hunter. Jedi Power oh. Battles. I think you gave it 33 and a half, so yeah. half a point lower than Jedi Power Battles. That sounds about right. I think I think the system's just rigged against bad games. I mean, I think Masters of Terrace Kazi is a great game, but it is a bad game. Uh, okay, yeah, I mean, yes, I suppose that is because the because the stuff that's out of ten is the more objective is the more objectively measurable aspects of the game. So so hence why hence why games that are that legitimately are problematic. Are going to uh, are going to score lower. Anyway, so what is that? Are you saying that I I, I weighted it appropriately? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying I'm saying it is unfairly biased against bad games. Um. Yeah, that was the intention. Okay. okay. So uh, Star Wars Angry Birds. Oh, oh you're. Oh wait, you're, you get your score. Did you get your score? Yeah. No, oh, I gave 40? it. A, I gave it a forty. Okay. And you gave it thirty. How does that compare with your other scores? Oh, um. Let's see. I gave X-wing. A. 40. So I scored it the same as X-Wing, which actually surprises me. That seems wrong. Unless X-Wing's actually really bad. 
Well, X X Wing has some problems because I liked X Wing versus Tie Fighter. So mm-hmm. I mean, part of that yeah. was there's things that X Wing was missing, and around. the uh, this like how the objectives worked in X Wing was objectively bad. Mm. But yeah, I mean, so I think it tied for the highest that I've rated it. So you rated it better than Bounty Hunter? Um, the same. The same, same as, as Bounty Hunter. Hunter. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's... Okay. Jeez. Um, anyway, um, so Star Wars Angry Birds, you know, obviously going to be tens across the board. Um, what could go wrong? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, this is Angry Birds, but with Star Wars. Not to be confused with Angry Birds Space that came out six months earlier the same year. Yeah. Um... The same year, in fact, as uh, Super Hexagon, Rayman Jungle Run, and the original Niantic game, Ingress, which was the precursor to Pokemon Go. Alright, so Angry Birds 2012. It's basically just Angry Birds with some Star Wars skins. There's not Mm -hmm. a lot to it. They do redo all of the characters with... um, what I thought was somewhat impressive um, mechanics that sort of fit the characters. Yeah. Uh, Luke has a lightsaber. Obi Wan has a force push. Han has shoots a blaster three times. Chewie is really fat and heavy. I wish that I realized that Han only shot three times, because I always would have him shoot too soon. Oh yeah, no, he only shoots three times. At Apparently. least in the videos that I was watching, because no, I, I didn't make it that far. But you're probably right, because um, he did always stop shooting before I wanted him to. Okay. So, um, so I'll say one thing about this game, or well, I guess no. We should talk. Are we talking about the history anymore? Or is oh, it just, I don't. I don't have a lot you know, more lot, to add. Yeah, I mean, than, it's a mobile game. If you played Angry Birds, it, you have the basic. It did. Down. It did eventually come out for like uh, Xbox and stuff. Oh, but, I did like how uh, the Vader pig was actually force holding objects up at the end. Um, so yeah, he was basically holding objects up, and if you killed Vader, all those objects would drop on the pigs underneath mm. and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, I mean, they did a good job with it, but it is still Angry Birds, right, I mean, that's right. really, um, how many other Angry Birds have they made? And man, freaking, in fact, watching Angry Birds 2 that we'll probably have to play at some point. Uh, no, this is the last LucasArts game. Oh, really? That, yeah. <laughs> we dodged I, that bullet. Um, I was doing research. I thought it was connect. I thought it was connect Star Wars, but I'm pretty sure this is the. Is this is the last one? one. Yes. Yes. Do we, we? We do have to do that. One. We. Oh, great. Okay. Um. There will be some drinking, and we will do. Yeah. That I don't together. know. I don't know. It. It <laughs> might be. It's. It's. It's hard to. It's hard to say for sure. Like. I. I forget sometimes. Okay. But both of these are. Both of these count. But I forget which one came out last. Okay. Um, but That's this fine. was one of the final releases uh, of of LucasArts. And of, 2012 yeah. wasn't that long ago, so that would make sense. Okay. Because Disney bought, Disney bought Star Wars in 2011, right? I don't recall. I honestly yeah, don't recall. Some, I mean, that like sounds that. right. Yeah. I And I thought Star Wars Angry Birds came out in 2011. The thing that I saw said November 2012. November 2012. Okay. And, yeah, Angry Birds Space was March 2012. Okay. Okay. So, Four months? I, I can't math. Whatever. Five okay. months. Okay. So this come after or before Angry, for Angry Birds Space? It came It came after, after Angry okay. Birds Space. So the one thing that I thought was neat about it, that I was like, this couldn't possibly have been from Angry Birds. The gravity thing? Was the, yes, was was <laughs> when you're out in space, there's like little, you're like, you you catapult through like little asteroids and they have like their gravity things. And I'm, so I'm pretty sure that was the cool feature about Angry Birds Space. Yeah, yeah, apparently so. So <laughs> that loses some points. Okay. Um, in at least in at in, least in, in originality, uniqueness. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready to write uh, yeah, this one? Yeah, I think one? we're ready to write this one. We don't have that much to say. to say. I will say it was. I I will say like man, I have never. I haven't really played a lot of mobile games. Having to sit through a commercial in, th- in between every level is terrible. That was exhausting, and that was really the reason I didn't want to play anymore. Like, it, yeah. Also, the f- I don't know. Just I mean, I guess I could have bought the actual game. The fact that you could turn the sound off in the game and it would still play sound during the ads drove me insane. Oh, I I just had because, the sound off because on I my tried to do it like phone. in bed, yeah. like at night, and freaked Laurel, 
my wife out so bad because it just started blasting uh, uh, an ad for yeah. a Chinese mobile game or something. Yeah, like it's that. everything that's wrong with the world. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not. I mean, I don't like mobile I games, mean, and that didn't. I help. think I think we could probably. I think I can probably look past that if we just you know if I just think of it as maybe. I mean, obviously that wasn't in the like Xbox release or whatever. There was an Xbox release. Yeah, they, they they released this game for all the for all the consoles. Of course they did. Anyway, um, gameplay. How'd you like it? Um, I'll was give it. it fun? A, I'll give it a. No. No, it was um, not fun. All right. I'll give it a four. A four. Because it was. It was. No, it wasn't. I can't say anything good about it. I'm gonna give it. Oh man, do I do I hate it worse than you? Um. Because here's the thing, like, really, I mean, if it might have been fun without those ads, but it just sucked. <laughs> the li- any enjoyment I was having just made me not. It and, is, and it was the same ad, like, yeah, every other time. Yeah. And it is it is very clear that, like, I either, well, I mean, I don't know, I don't want to say that we expect more from mobile games. It's just that I've given up on mobile games now. Be, like, I expect more from my gaming experience, so I don't play mobile games. And uh, this definitely felt like a mobile game. Yeah, and it e- it even had the daily rewards when mm-hmm. you log in that I didn't want, but I had to sit through anyway. It's not yep. even like I had to, I could I was had to click on something to get it. It just yeah. forced me to watch one more thing I didn't care about. Yeah. Uh, mechanics controls. How'd you like it? Um, what's the lowest score I can give this? Even though it didn't have anything. I wrong think with we've it. given things zeros before. Yeah. But I mean, that would that might be a little. But there's not actually anything wrong with the controls. I mean, if there's one thing this game has going for it, it's physics. Yeah, I'll tell you uh, what. I'll, I'm gonna give it a for controls because mo- I mean, mobile games are hard. You don't have yeah. a lot of space. I'll actually give it a, um, I guess a seven. It's not terrible. I think I have to give it an eight. Okay. I think I. I mean, there's, there's really, like, really, there's it is. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing. There's, yeah. It's just, it's just I don't know, like. I mean, it's okay. It'll lose points in other areas. Yeah. I mean, that's actually mechanics and controls is probably a strong point. Um, story. Yeah. Uh, it had some comic scenes from which were dumb. They were dumb, and some of them didn't even like happen. They were just jokey. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I wasn't really a fan of them. It was kind of cute, but unnecessary. Yeah, I'm giving it a zero. A zero there? I will actually give it some pity points because they at least included a little bit. I'll give it a three, but not much there. I'd give it less if it wasn't a ten-point category. Um, sound and music. I forgot to listen to the music. I had my you phone had silenced the whole time. Um, it's, it was Star Wars music. It was. It was. It was Star Wars music. It was Star Wars music. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a three just because I had it silenced the whole time, um, <laughs> and and that's what I want out of a mobile game. Complete and utter silence. Or or also actually oh you know what actually I didn't always have it silenced. Sometimes I was listening to a podcast, so the app was smart enough to silence it while I'm listening to a podcast. So you didn't have to listen to those ads, right? Oh man, I wish. I, I think, wish I. I think I did it that way. Okay, I'm just jealous that you didn't have yeah. to hear that one girl yeah. talk about how she didn't understand the game that she was advertising. I mean, for. maybe I maybe I didn't play it with the maybe I didn't play it with the podcast going. I don't know. Regardless, I'm giving it a three because I um, didn't do the research. Okay, I'm gonna give it a two because I would have given it a three, except if I would have liked to have been able to have the the sound effects separate from the music because the music was really mm. loud if you had it on. Mm. And I would have liked to, yeah, just turn the music off so it wasn't constantly noisy. But couldn't do that. Wasn't the options. All or nothing. Mm-hmm. Except for the ads. The ads played sound no matter what you wanted. Um, I, I mean, you could, you could turn the sound down on your phone but it would still play, which is yeah. irritating. Um... Alright, uh, lore doesn't mesh with Star Wars. No. Out of five? I mean, I'll give it a one. They, tr- they, they sort of tried. I give it a zero. Another zero? Man, you, Cause, this because, is gonna be your lowest one. Yeah, we, that's the goal. Okay. Um, because, you know why? Because uh, adding Angry Birds to Star Wars is dumb. Like, Leg- the Lego Star Wars games are gonna have a similar, 
are going to have a similar uh, 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 sort of um, what you call it? like, curve. like a, a, a similar curve, like the concept of the concept of, of mixing Angry Birds and Star Wars just rings as a as a cash grab. No no point to it. Yeah, and because the the little cutscenes that were just like single snapshot frames were either sort either pointless were either pointless or or dumb uh they didn't i mean i didn't think it was it wasn't clever at all so yeah it it, right. it makes star wars it makes the star wars property as a whole worse so that's that why it gets is a zero. not untrue okay so originality um I'll give him a one point for the reskins. No, nope, I mean, zero. No, you give him zero. All right, I, I give him one point for having you be able to call the Millennium Falcon in and blast something. But I mean, that's it. I mean, if 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 uh, and I think you did get to blow up the Death Star at the end. If 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 Angry Birds came out and somebody was like, "Uh, Star Wars Angry Birds, it's Angry Birds but Star Wars," you would not think they were clever. So <laughs> it is not original. I mean, and again, you're not it, wrong. And again, it 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 cheapens the franchise. I, I'm just really weirded out that you're being way harsher on this game than I am, because usually I'm the one waiting things really low. But okay, I mean that's totally valid. Uh, overall, feel discretionary. I assume we're both giving a zero. Yeah, it's a zero. Yeah, I, I I it was the game was so tedious. I got through all of Tatooine, which I swear I played this game for 200 hours. I think. It took a long time because of the ads. You'd spend longer watching an ad than you would playing a level. Also, also, I still I've played I played Angry Birds like a like not as much as anyone else in the world, but like a lot back in Angry Birds years, and and I also played it with this game, and I still feel like whether or not I knock over the the uh, pigs or whatever is completely arbitrary, like. Like I, I always, it's, it's always, I never actually figure out what the physics of the level is after the first couple levels. Like I just, it's just like super, uh, this was close to last time. So I'll do this this time. Yeah. There's some of that. It's so easy to just hit replay that there's not much to it. Um, and yeah, really in order to get the high score, you have to do everything on one shot. Yeah. So it's not that much challenge. I mean, it's really just about figuring out where the best spot. There's no creativity with it. Um, okay, so that gives... I think this is the lowest you have ever rated a game. Well, yeah. And I know that because you rated it as the exact same points as uh, I rated Master of Terrace Kazi <laughs> at 15 out of 50, so 30%. Wow. And I only rated it two points higher at 17 so, and that's because I gave it some pity points. Yeah, uh, yeah. Wow, that was awful. Let's move yeah. on. Uh, okay, okay. Let's and forget now, that ever happened. Now for uh, Galactic Battlegrounds. best game. This is going to be, uh, yeah, it's going to be pretty high. Age of Empires in Star Wars. Yeah, so, so when this game came out, I was all about the real-time strategy games. The Really, it was just Age of Empires at that point, because it was, it was like... For me, in high school, there was Age of Empires, then Age of Empires 2, then this, and then Age of Mythology and Empire Earth. And that was yeah. sort of the extent of my real-time strategy game playing. Yeah, I, I sort of at the end of that, um, or actually, I, I guess it would have been in middle school. So I think right after Galactic Battlegrounds, or around the same time, I picked up StarCraft. Mm -hmm. But most of my strategy games are very similar. And I've always loved real-time strategy games, but I'm really bad at them. Like, <laughs> I just want to see big battles. I'm not all about the micromanaging. Um, uh -huh. Now I still love strategy games, but I prefer either turn-based ones or a combination of turn-based and real-time, like the Total War series. Um, but yeah, for the most part, also playing against computers because I don't want to stress out playing against people yeah. who are way better than me. Yeah, um, I think I'm just I'm just, like, okay with either playing against computers that are set at super easy difficulties... Or, or just accepting that I'm probably going to lose. Um, Some days you just want to beat the crap out of something. Yeah, I did. I did play like like I was gonna play through the campaigns in this, but I'm gonna give the story a ten anyway. 
whether I played through the campaigns or not. <laughs> I remember the campaigns not being pretty good for the time. Um, they are very, I don't know, sort of. I played through some of the the campaign levels and I wasn't super impressed, but I think that a lot of that was that the game misses a lot of quality of life upgrades that have happened since Age of Empires. Mm. So there were a lot of controls that I was reflexively hitting that mm. weren't there anymore mm. because it was just mm. so old. Yeah. Like, attack to move, I, I think, is the number one thing I missed, which I think came in with StarCraft, which is basically you would hit A and click a spot, and then they would attack anything on their way to that oh, spot. Oh, okay. Rather than having to micro-click everything right, constantly. Right. Uh, the, the one that I noticed um, was... There was there's not a really a um, a way to just have your scout explore the map, right? And you could do um, shift clicking, mm -hmm. so you could shift right click to set a sec another waypoint. But the problem is, if for some reason it would get to any of those waypoints and figure out that it couldn't go there, or there was something in the way, or it got distracted by mm -hmm. something shooting at it, it would just stop and abandon its entire yeah. waypoint. Yeah, as opposed to, like, like by by the time you had... I, it was either Age, Empire Earth or Age of Mythology, which is, like, sort of the next generation of real-time strategies. Yeah, I'd say Age of the next one. Uh, you, could, you could just click a... You, you could just ha have your scout and just click a button and say, Explore. And they would just sort of randomly have I think the map. they even had that for maybe the Age of Empires 2 expansion. Uh -huh. There may have been... But I definitely remember in Empire Earth that there was an explore button and that was amazing. Yeah. There were... There were... Um, there were some, it was clear that with this one, because, I mean, this was based on Age of Empires 2, uh, there were definitely some commands. Like, there was a stand ground and a... In a in a patrol, like there were commands that um, you could set some default unit behaviors, yeah. sort of AI. Yeah. So it so it started. It, it was like it was like it had some of that stuff, but not not all of it. Um, but that's okay because it was awesome. Um, so here's here's the here's the great things about this. So first of all, I played a game where I was it was me versus versus eight versus seven opponents set on easiest. <laughs> oh man. And so I just got to the point where I got uh, starships, and they never ever had any anti-air. <laughs> yeah. So th like they they shot. <laughs> if they had a fortress or something, you'd lose a few. But I doubt. No, they didn't. Any. They didn't. It was on easiest, so they never got past uh, tech level two. <laughs> of course they did. And I just I just went around and, and just massacred them. Yeah. Um. Other game like if I actually want to fight, if I actually want to play a game and have it be like fair. I usually set it on standard and and have either one enemy if I wanted to have if I wanted to be kind of quick yeah. or or a couple of enemies, um, and then I and then I and then I was like the other day I was like I'm gonna do one more and I I've, I've been playing this a little bit I'm, I should be pretty good uh, I'm gonna set it on moderate I'll have three I'll have three enemies maybe they'll kind of fight against each other a little bit so it'll but it'll be a, a nice long game maybe I can take one of them out early um, but see there's this thing called diplomacy. Oh, I, I um, forgot about the in that game. Yeah, and uh, and so what happened was, first of all, one of them wanted to lie with me, and I didn't want to lie with him because I didn't want to lie with anybody. And yeah, uh, and so it's, then I and I was I started out way behind, and then I kind of got I got I got caught up with my technology. Nobody's really attacking anybody. Um, maybe I'd send in a few people. Maybe they'd send in a few people. But I get I get all built up. I've got like a primary and a secondary base, and then suddenly I see the rebels are attacking me. And the Imperials are attacking me, and the Wookiees are attacking They've me. They've all teamed up. They've all aligned against me. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, I, did, I did a similar thing where I I started it on moderate my first game mm -hmm. without looking at anything. Um, and I was doing okay. From yeah. the stats, I was actually probably even, except that I wasn't maybe building the correct units, so I built too many infantry, and then a bunch of Jedi came and just completely wiped uh -huh. me out. Um, but, yeah, when I set it down one difficulty level, I found that it was far, the game was far too easy, I thought. Um, so, really, I guess it's just a learning curve. Yeah, I mean, it's, and that is that is true, like, it's it's definitely that moderate is very difficult, is, is pretty difficult, and this, I don't remember if they call it standard or easy. I think it's just this. easy. Because uh, because it's in uh, in Age of Empires two it was called standard yeah uh, but uh, that's that's like they can they're pretty easy to be they're, they're pretty easy to take to take out but they will advance to all the tech levels eventually yeah they'll put up a bit of a fight and they'll put up a fight and then yeah moderate is is really good so I mean 
if, if you wanted, you know, what you could do is you could, instead of, if you didn't want to fight a moderate opponent, you could fight two standard opponents yeah. and have them, you know, have them be allied even. Yeah, um, and I did notice that the AI was trading amongst itself a lot more than, mm-hmm. like, they would just shoot at anything I tried to send, but... Yeah, I mean, they... The, uh, the, the... I think the computer, the computers take advantage of, of the, of the economic, yeah, the diplomacy and everything more than you probably would as a, as a player, but it's so, but like this game is so great because there's so many, there's so many individual units. I mean, I don't think any of the, any of the units, there probably are some, some, especially like Wookiee and Gungan units that are, that are unique to the game, but everything feels, everything feels correct i it's funny that you say that because i i sort of agreed with you when you were thinking oh saying that none of the units i mean wookies yeah they probably are mostly made up because we hadn't had a good look at them yet um the one thing that i was wanted to mention was they added naval units for every single faction of the game oh yeah yeah the naval units were dumb i mostly played as empire and they like they just didn't look right they were just like boxes Skipping well, across. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it just, it just yeah, didn't look good. But I mean, it was a, it was an integral part of Age of Empires, so they just pulled yeah, it over. It's, yeah. it's it's okay. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, you're 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 probably correct, except for except for they do. Ha- I mean, there theoretically would be in a in a galactic battleground, there would yeah. be naval fights. And I also was a little disappointed that certain units couldn't sh- like just couldn't shoot at air units at all. Mm-hmm. Some. Well, and that's that was true of all of them from that era. They yeah. Only, well, I you think, have to have dedicated anti-air. Yeah, and I think um, Galactic Battlegrounds was the the first game I think that I played that kind of right. did air units well. I mean, StarCraft did it. I think either at the same time or I played uh-huh. it later, but just sort of they hover, they don't move around a lot, as opposed to Empire Earth where they actually like circle and yeah. do all kinds of stuff. Yeah, but then again, it's Star Wars. I mean, you know, yeah, maybe they, they can have, hover. They have hover mode, sort of. Sure, why not? Um, I think they actually all do and, it for the and most And they part. aren't, I didn't feel like they're, if you have any dedicated anti-air, they're not that, then air they're not overpowered. fast. They all die really quickly. I tried to send an air, like an armada against the fortress. Mm-hmm. It just wiped them all out. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you're never going to have air units take out a fortress. You're never going to have an air, like you're rarely going to even have them be able to take out a, a turret. And if your opponent sends in a bunch of air units, you probably have a troop center. Just create five anti-air troop troopers and they and they'll and they'll be able to take out whatever they throw. Yeah, at you. I remember like, one of the AI built aircraft before I did, and like I'd build all the stuff, I just mm-hmm. hadn't built any. Um, but I had, I think I had accidentally queued up three anti-air guys, and he wiped, and they wiped all of the aircraft out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, the anti-air. So you really have to, you really have to do that strategically. So, so what you have to, what you have to do in that case is you have to send in ground ground troops to take out their anti-air turrets. Yeah. Um. And and then send in your in, and then send your air yeah. in. You have to be careful when you're actually sending the air units in. That they don't they, fly they over don't, something. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They have to. You have to direct them to fly around. There's a lot of micromanaging in this game. I never did find any banthas or nerfs because I think the AI snatched them all up before I could get them. I got. I got nerfs. I. It depends on the. I think it depends on the map that you're on whether they, Maybe. how often they show up. But I definitely got nerfs. Um. In. A, in a couple of the in a couple of the okay. rounds I fought, um, maybe it was because I was playing on the island ones. They didn't exist because they were right, fish. Right, not a um, lot of not a lot of uh, nerfs on the island. Okay, um, I, are you ready to rate this one? I mean, sure. Yeah. All right. So gameplay. It sounds like you liked it. Yeah, it's a ten. It's a ten. Instant. Are yeah. you are you just gonna do this for every category? Uh, I. We'll see. Okay. Probably. I mean, this is my favorite Star Wars game, so. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> wow, that's a, that's a bold claim. All right. I mean, that's fine. Okay. Uh, gameplay. Is it fun? Um, kind of. I mean, I mean, a lot of it is the age telling, but I mean, I try to move past that a little bit. I'll probably give it an eight out of ten. I mean, there there wasn't anything wrong with it. It was a solid game. Mm-hmm. Uh. Mostly personal preference. Mm-hmm. Things I missed. Yeah. It's not its fault. It's my... Mechanics is a 10. Ah, I see. Or, 
yeah. I mean, yeah. that's the actual gameplay of this is. is See, I I didn't like, like the controls as much. It it does use the old Age of Empires keybinds, which yeah. I thought were vastly inferior to some of the more modern ones. Again, yeah, I don't even use. I'm not good enough at the game to use those. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it it there was I mostly a, point and click. There there was a problem with um, if you'd select a bunch of different if you'd select three troop factories or something like that uh, and you queued up like 10 things it would put all 10 of those on one factory instead of spreading them around they're just little things like that oh uh okay. so i'm gonna give it a seven um story how'd you like the story i think you've already said what you're gonna give it's a story. 10 it's a 10 because because you write your own story that's that's what it is you know you're like you know i am such i am such an evil trade federation that the Wookiees, the Rebellion, and the, and and the, the Empire, Empire all aligned <laughs> yeah. to, to take me out. I love it. Okay, I'm actually going to give it a 9, because the campaigns were pretty great back in the day. Like, I played those at least twice, so... Yeah, I've, I've, never, I've never gotten into the campaigns of real-time strategy games, but that's because when I want... When I want to play a real-time strategy game, I just want to do a random map. Yeah. Like, I think the only campaign for a real-time strategy that I actually enjoyed maybe more would have been the Age of Mythology one, because uh -huh. that was actually like completely different. Yeah. Like, you actually had a named character and were just mm -hmm. exploring ancient whatever. Uh, okay. Uh, music out of five. I mean, it's... So this, is, this, is the, this was the first video game music that I ever listened to outside of a video game. It's a five. Okay. That's, I mean, it's Star Wars music. I mean, the sound, and I think I'm going to give it a five just because the sounds for the game, like all the, mm. the shooting and stuff actually sounds pretty good. And um, it's and it's Star Wars music, but it's also like the what they chose and the arrangements just work really well. It's pretty iconic, and it also, yeah, it lent a nice feel to it. It was a good mix of not always the orchestral mm. music constantly playing. Um, had some slower pieces. Played a, I played a Duel of Fates a lot. It did play Duel of Fates a lot, but in the best in the best way because Duel of Fates is the best thing to come out of the prequels. Okay, uh, lore. How does it mesh with Star Wars? I think it actually did really well. I yeah, can't think of... I mean, it has Dark Troopers as as the the special unit for the Imperials, like. I, I didn't it's actually great. build any because like, I I don't think I figured out how to. I mean, you have build them at fortresses. I don't remember. Yeah, you build them at yeah you build them at fortresses. But it's like, yeah, it's like... I only built fortresses in the enemy base because I had nothing else to do. I, right, it took right. too long to destroy buildings. <laughs> well, did you use the did you use the heavy weapons factory? I, yeah, I did. I actually had the three catapults. heavy weapons things, but they still built enough only of them. Only three? Yeah, well, that about the time that that came online was when I won the game. Uh-huh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I, mean, I was literally walking around their yeah. town with an army with not being able to destroy yeah. any buildings before. Yeah, I yeah, I mean, you really, the, the, um, the bombers would destroy, uh, if you yeah. have enough of them, they still destroy took buildings. a while, though. Um, and then, and then, yeah, the, uh, the heavy weapons factory catapults. Those were absolutely necessary to win the game. Um. It would just take too long, otherwise. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, um, what do we say, lore? Lore. I mean, I, I do, like, they really, there's a lot of, there are a lot of units in this, and, they are, there isn't, I mean, aside from maybe the naval units, uh, because they're, because they were probably pushed, you know, but the, but I mean, the Gungan naval, naval units look good. Yeah. Um, like really, really. The Naboo ones were fine. <laughs> um, the, I like that the Gungan, you know, the Gungan ships are, the Gungan, uh, starships or whatever are animals. I don't think I ever wings. saw that. That's awesome, um, but I don't think I remember seeing. That. Yeah, uh, I mean, the, yeah, this, yeah, like it's just there's so many there's so many different units in the game just because of the nature of the game, and so they delved into so many corners of Star Wars. And this came it, this came out right before Episode Two, and then Clone Campaigns was right after Episode Two. So once you had once you had Clone Campaigns. That's really like the bulk of like there weren't a lot of new units for episode three, right? So the super so battle it was, droids. It was really yeah. I mean, no, super, actually, battle, super battle, battle droids were episode two. It was yeah. episode two? That's that's, that's uh, the main uh, unit for the trade heavy for the Confederacy. Like yeah. yeah. So um, okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, five was, points, both of us. Mm -hmm. uh, originality, uniqueness. How do you feel about this one? So here's here's my justification. And you even kind of brought this up in a in a in a 
in a in expl in a thing early, uh, with in a previous game. Like this game really made even though it was a real time strategy game, similar to similar to Age of Empires. In I mean, but if you play Age of Empires and then or play Age of Empires two and then you play this game, I mean the the units have guns in this game. Yeah. So that that sort of that sort of changes they, the whole. They did add a bunch of mechanics: the shields, the power cores, uh, flying starships. Right. Um. I mean, a lot of the tech was the same, but. Uh yeah, I mean, moving heavy weapons, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, the whole anti-air aspect. I mean, I was completely yeah. new. Um. So yeah, I, I, this game was. Basically a reskin, but they did add a lot of little things. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, and I mean, Star Wars games are that's what that's what the best Star Wars games are. Is they're they're this concept, but Star Wars, and make it its own. Okay, so I'm assuming you're um, giving it a five. Then. Yeah, that's a five. All right, I'm gonna give it a four. I almost gave it a four. I will say. Okay. This is the this is the one category that it was a little bit shaky, but I don't. It's a it's a five because uh, if only because of all the other categories are so high or like like they're so easily there. It's like a are you sure overflow? Are, are you sure you're gonna give this game a perfect score because the next one is completely discretionary? Completely <laughs> discretionary. No, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a three in discretionary. No. Um, Actually, you're right. No, I should I should give uniqueness a four. I I think okay. that probably is the one area, especially if especially since I gave story a ten, which is kind uh, of a stretch. A kind of a stretch. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I, I think I think the fact yeah uniqueness probably because there are it's not even the only Star Wars real time right. strategy. I gave it a nine in story out of nostalgia I had for it, but yeah, okay. So four and then unique overall field discretionary. A, that's a five. That's what I so, said. So I gave it a forty nine. Which I can't see anything getting higher, getting as high as this. Um, I mean, we, obviously there's a lot of games that I haven't played, um, but I'm a grumpy old man now, so I can't see yeah. any game that I haven't played yet being <laughs> being better than this. Yeah, you don't like new things, I'm sure. Uh, get off your lawn. If there was a game that was like Skyrim but Star Wars, I think maybe I could I could get it. <sighs> yeah, for this. I mean. I'm interested to see how well you do with the Old Republic because I think mm -hmm. I think that you might enjoy that one. Yeah. Um, but let's see. Uh, I gave it an eight. I gave this game a oh man math uh, forty two, which is actually the highest I've ever rated a game. I believe. Yeah. So. That's actually a surprise to me because I didn't think I was going to. Um, maybe it was just your enthusiasm. It's for the it. best I mean, game. It was. It was. It was a good game. It was a good game. I probably rated it too high in story, but it's done now. Yeah, I mean, I've made my well, choice. No, but I mean, the thing is, the thing is, like, you can't. And you can't. It's like, you can't try to meta it over overall yeah, scores. I yeah. did, I gave it what I gave. Yeah, it. Yeah, and also, also like, like with story, you kind of with games like this, you kind of have to uh, look at story differently. Like, it's like. You know, if like, it's like if we were rating the story of Tetris. Like, like this game isn't this game isn't about the story; it's about the gameplay. What? But at the obviously, same time, the flavor... obviously the story of Tetris is about Soviet manufacturing processes getting all the right blocks in the right yeah. places. So, <laughs> it's there's a great story about the effort of the workers in there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I'm but... an art student. I can bullshit for days. All right. But uh, but but the point. But the point. I mean, the point is, I think that you have to look at this as the story is is the. St if anything, it's the story you can tell. Like this is like D and D. It's like it's like you have an ex you have a unique experience, and then you go back and you say, "I did. I this was crazy. I did this." Right. Thing we even happened. sort of got into that earlier. Yeah. You were telling me about your about your game. I was telling you about my game. So right. I mean, that's exactly that's it is what it is, and that's it. We rated it very highly. It creates stories. Now, yeah, okay. So we're only doing one review, so there's no separate review for clone campaigns or anything like right, that. Right. Right. Okay. And uh, I think that wraps up this one. Um, we didn't mention that it was the same. It came out the same year as Bounty Hunter, so 2001. Mm -hmm. uh, other games that came out the same year for PC were Diablo II: Lord of Destruction expansion and Civilization III. So all top-down games. So, like, 
the fact that it came out that this came out at the same time as Bounty Hunter, it's like there's games that I liked at that time, and there's games I didn't like. Like Bounty Hunter is the well, reason I stopped playing video games. Yeah, the very this, different this game kinds of games kept me. This game kept me playing real time strategy games. It's a, it's 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 just it, it's interesting uh, to to juxtapose to juxtapose what was what was coming out at that at that time. Okay. Um. Well, I think that's all we've got here. Cool. Well, um, listen to. Our, you can always find us on the Kendallcast iTunes feed, and uh, if you don't use iTunes and you're in the past and want to go on, uh, want to go on the internet, um, I have a, I did just register Kendallcast.ninja, uh, which is uh, it, it does have the RSS feed on it, so you can listen to any episode of the show. All right, I look forward to reading our own thoughts on uh, Kendallcast.ninja. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, so uh, also, um, also, I'm on Twitter at K Hallman, and I, Nick, you don't have social media, right? That you want to share with the world? Not with this. Okay. Maybe eventually. Maybe one day. One, one day one I'll day let you guys you'll, in. You'll create a Twitter. I have a Twitter. I just don't use it. <laughs> you'll create a Twitter that you use. Never. Um. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. We'll see. You, we'll see you next time when we talk about uh, two other games that I haven't decided yet. Fair enough. Surprise!